defenses. Initiate bank protocol. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Bird Protocol, where we, Palm Reader, and Otis Morris is here. Hi. Hello. We are talking about one of the hardest and maybe least talked about as of late rap groups uh, and specifically yeah. their star player. We are talking star. about the G unit and 50 cent, yeah. obviously 50, 50 cent and the G unit and his multiple cohorts and you know, the associated extended G unit universe. Yeah. The, uh, the, the G G U G universe, G U E U G unit extended universe. Uh, so that includes, uh, and not limited to, but also includes, uh, Tony Yeo, Lloyd Banks, young buck 50 cent. We will touch upon the game. You might even hear some names you don't expect in there, like Danny Brown and others. Yeah. It's going to be a good, good cast. It's going to be a good cast. We're going to talk about a lot. We're going to talk about what we like. We're going to talk about what didn't work so well. And we're going to talk about their influence and all that cool, dope shit. It's a first music episode back in a long time. So, and this is kind of like our new format. So we're just going to kind of let it ride, you know? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna roll with the freaks and uh, you know see what happens. Might summon, summon a gangster of queens. But. So I want to just say before we start, I was looking at the uh, the Fifty Cent Wikipedia, and I just sometimes you know you're on the Wikipedia and there's like a sentence, uh, a sentence or two that just like are out of the like knocked out of the park. And Fifty Cent in yeah. his the first um, in his like general bio. The first two pair or two sentences of the second paragraph are amazing. Born in South Jamaica neighborhood of Queens, Jackson began selling drugs at the age of 12 during the 1980s crack epidemic. He yep. later began pursuing a musical career. And in 2000, he produced power of the dollar for Columbia records. But days before the planned release, he was shot and the album was never released. Incredibly hard. In, that's that incredibly is, uh, hard. Like those two lines. For <laughs> like if that's the movie, baseline, if you will. <laughs> oh yeah, it's almost like he might make a, a an autobiographical film. Ah, which oh, I didn't even have that note, but that movie has the greatest line of all time. I love it. I always quote that movie. And okay, what's the line? Well, in the film Get Rich or Die Try, which I guess is just supposed to be about 50 cents of life, is like his, his, I guess he's living with his grandpa and like he like got like arrested or got in trouble or something. I forget the context. Well, he's in trouble of some kind. And his grandpa's like, Curtis, what the fuck do you think you're going to do with your life? And he's like, Grandpa, I'm going to be a gangster. <laughs> Yo, that's exactly what I told my grandpa too. Yeah, exactly. Asked. So grandpa, I, I love that. I love that line. I don't remember one. anything from that movie. The, the prefix of line. like the the prefix of having like grandpa, I'm gonna be a gangster. Like the grandpa is what makes it. 
I'm pretty sure that's what it is, unless, but it's it's definitely either the grandpa, or uncle. Pretty sure it's his grandpa, though. Look, man, whatever the case is, even yeah. if we're wrong in this instance, grandpa, I'm gonna be a gangster is a hard ass line. Yeah. And you know what? Fifty Cent conjured it in your mind if it wasn't real, and that is a reasonable thing. Because 50 yeah. Cent is insanely out of pocket all the time. A wild character. Hell of a rapper. Uh, changed the face of hip-hop forever. Um, I cannot understate how important Get Rich or Die Trying uh, was as a record. And we will get to that. But it's, let's... It's um, a movement. That, that record comes out of a very uh, sick point in my life. It's oh. and not even j- it just in hip hop in general, the combination of Eminem, Dr. Dre and 50 Cent like that was like, you know, it was yeah. it was homogeny was- like you could they moved in unison and just smashed everything. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, the homogeny of the actual G unit didn't last for too long. But, you know, I think that being uh, working with 50 Cent uh, is is probably a tough go he seems like uh i mean i'm sure he's great no no disrespect mr scent uh so, but especially during that time there was a lot of um heat around him and stuff but we'll get into that um yeah. i don't know exactly where you want to start do we want to talk about our favorite songs do we want to talk about the influence they have on our life um why don't we talk about the influence Whoa. on our life so you tell me why okay. you tell me about the g unit 50 cent to you June and 50 Cent to me. Well, this is just peak young, young white man phase for me. Peak, <laughs> uh, if I may say, uh, use a dated uh, term. This was peak wigger phase, early 2000s. I must say it is a dated term, but uh, that's where we were in society in uh, 2002. We were talking jerseys, matching head to toe. I had the Carmelo Anthony fit. Maybe you the might Mello catch me fit? in the day of the Tracy. Ooh. Oh, buddy. You might see me in the Tracy McGrady fit someday. Yes. You know, I was fucking around, had a little bit of the Yao Ming fit too. The Yao know? Ming fit? Bro, what? you don't know me. I was wilding out that back then. You know, the Yao Ming uh, jersey. <laughs> that's hard as uh, hell. <laughs> Yo, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Oh my God, the Yao Ming uh, jersey. That's so you know, sick. <laughs> And, you know, this was also peak, like, LimeWire, Kaza, all these illegal downloading sites. So, you know, everybody's just downloading. If you didn't have in the club dirty version on your fucking CD mix, we're going to beat you up. You were a bum. You were a scrub. Yeah, you were were dumb. What were you doing? Why why were you even coming to grade five? What are you doing right now? (laughs) Like, get out of here. Yeah. yeah, just fitted. At one point, my brother got the G Unit black hat that, like, you know, the official G Unit, like, flat brim black hat. And, you know, eventually, when my brother retired that hat, I was like, fuck it, I'm still wearing this. This is still a classic. Uh, but, like, you know, just damn, just <sighs> being a suburban white kid when 50 Cent was hot was just, uh, just dances were not the same, you know, especially going to Catholic school when a 50 cent song came on, even if it, even though it's the clean version, shit popped off in that gymnasium, shit popped off. I want to speak of things that happened in the corners of gymnasiums. 
<laughs> or behind in behind the school yeah. in the smoking pit. Yeah. Behind the fucking padded wall underneath the underneath the uh, basketball nets. Um, I don't know why I know it's in the special assembly room. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. Early early mid 2000s uh hip hop identity was all over the place. But it's yeah, an iconic no, it's look now. Like it's an iconic look now. The jerseys, the yeah. huge jerseys, and just the general everything attitude. baggy, everything a size yeah. too big. Tim's fat farm shoes. I got beat up by a dude in Tim's when I was like in grade six. He pulled the knife on me. It was wild. That's anyway, hard. shit. Yeah, like I was probably like, listening to Fifty Cent. He probably was. To he was listening to. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Um, for me, obviously, I mean, I was. When I was younger, younger, I was really into the aftermath stuff and, um, you know, like Dr. Dre's 2001, um, uh, The Chronic yeah. and um, uh, The Eminem Show. And, uh, of course, uh, in, of course, yeah. Get Rich or Die Trying. Uh, and that was when I was like super young, uh, before I went to high school, before I got into punk, before I got into hardcore, before I got into indie rock and all that stuff. Yes. I, I had friends who really liked that stuff. I would get in trouble when I was playing it at home. So I had to sneak it. Like you said, Kaza, LimeWire, all that stuff. But 50 Cent really stuck with me to this day. Get Rich or Die Trying, still heavy rotation. I can rap along to almost all of the songs on that album. Uh, and to me, it is almost a near perfect album. Um, it is a certified classic. It is a certified classic uh, in the hood, in the burbs, uh, in the in the undeniably. nomads, undeniably uh, out in the plains with the nomads uh, in Antarctica. Wherever you go, you put that shit on. Someone's gonna know one of the songs. It you is put on in the club at anywhere, anywhere in the world, and somebody is shaking an ass. Yeah. It's guaranteed. And somebody's starting the minute that it starts with the dun dun. You hear somebody, Ooh, somebody's gonna lose their mind. You know it because it's just mm-hmm. certified heater, front to back, <clears throat> front to back. Excuse me, and um, and it really informed later. Like at that time, I was so young. Um, we're talking like you know, grade six, seven, eight. Uh, and at the time I was so young and my musical tastes weren't fully formed. And, you know, I have a lot of family members that were into like alt rock and, and, and classic rock and stuff like that. So I didn't, and I didn't really have a, uh, my, my, it was still forming my, my musical tastes. But, um, but as I got older, especially when I got back into hip hop and in my early twenties, I came back around and listened to, uh, you know, um, get get Richard die trying again, or uh, also uh, the massacre, and uh, and Curtis too, um, because when I was in high school, I didn't really listen to that. I mean, it was on TV, like I knew the songs, yeah. like Straight to the Bank, and like you know AO Technology, and all the stuff, all the stuff that was yeah, on the, the videos hits, and the hits. But I weren't I, diving into I wasn't, it the same way. You yeah, go into the first two. Yeah, I was listening to more, you know punk and stuff like that and then and then later i i came back and listened to it all again and and really i mean though that three those three albums back to back to back they're all um i mean get rich or die trying debut uh absolute insanity and near perfect but the other two albums are by no means mad 
or bad, sorry, by no means bad. And if you, uh, and if you listen to them and you like 50 cent, that string, that run is like, you know, incredible, like back to back to back. There are, you know, certified like hits classics on all of them. Uh, and, and it's like, he didn't miss a step. I mean, obviously get rich or die trying changed everything. And it was just so yeah. good. Um, that well, it's a hard thing before that. Yeah. Even he before that, doing some big moves like power of the dollar. Like that's like, I remember that was like a thing you could find on like lime wire and like has, and you could get it. Like you could listen to, you could find how to rob and you'd be like, holy shit. You just fucking made fun of everybody that's like one of the sickest like diss track joke tracks there is this is everybody like diddy tupac jay-z mace wu-tang big pun missy elliott dmx so many more yeah he goes off and there's a lot of uh, isn't there like an an ore like a nori feature and a ugk yeah the heat wave with noriega um and UGK on it and man like I actually I actually have listened to this and I do like it uh I do like it a lot but comparatively to get rich or die trying just the production wise and stuff I mean I don't think that there is a beat on that record on get rich or die trying that isn't like perfectly crafted for that album like it yeah. all works perfectly together, like sonically. Yeah. I know you hate the term sonically, but like you know, as as a cohesive unit, it is like it created his sound. It created his yeah. his breakthrough, and it carries through yeah. the next two albums. It carries through the rest of his career. Um, before Get Rich or Die Trying, Fifty was a bit of a different animal, but he was well, still he Fifty. Was. Yeah, but he he had he there in on power of the dollars is like the there's hints of the greatness to come like on power of the dollars he's got bars he's oh, got yeah hooks, I'm not denying he did you he know got bars he, uh, he was you know he had his melodies and that's the thing that I notice like that I don't think I don't think Fifty Cent gets enough fucking uh, credibility like respect for is like his melodies and like his almost sort of half singing. Oh, like he, this is like years that. before Kid Cudi. This is yeah. years before Kid Cudi. And people are like Kid Cudi's the best. It's like, nah, nah. 50 was 50 doing cent, that before 50 him, bro. Cent like made that when 50 Cent sings, it's like, damn, this dude can get real sexy. And it's weird. He's, it's like, how can this guy like, you can go from many <laughs> men to 21 questions? How how can this guy go from selling crack at 12 years old? To literally impregnating women when he just speaks on a beat. That's, yeah. you know, like, speaks with a bit of melody. But no, you're absolutely right. And I think a prime example of that, uh, of that ability is PIMP. Because he yeah. never really sings in that song. But the way that he rides the melody of the, of the beat, which is it's one of my favorite yeah. beats of all time. And I wish I was in the room when that song was made. Yeah. Like, the, it's, well, like it's incredible. Like yeah, and like shout out to the, like the cohesive vision of like especially on uh, Get Richard Die Trying of like him and like the producers like Dr. Dre, Scott Storch is that Fifty Cent has such a fucking ear for melody that when he hears it, he's like, oh, that's the fucking hook, like something that could just be like a random like steel drum part, 
And then yeah. it's all like, oh, and he's like, no, I'm going to rap to that. Like, well, let's, I mean, on Get Rich or Die Trying, the producers list are is insane. Like, I, I'm going to yeah. pull this up right here. Uh, and it's insane. Like, I was looking at it. It's Scott know, like Storage. Eminem, Dr. Eminem, Dre. Dr. Dre. I'm pretty sure the Neptunes, too. Uh, that might have been on a later album, maybe. Um, I'm looking here. Hold on. Sure. Uh, producer 50 Sec, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Shamani XL, Transfer, Mr. Porter, Reef Megahertz, Red Spider. Uh, oh, maybe it was one of the later ones, but yeah, no, it's it's insane. Like, yeah, and, and I mean, it's like big horns, nice synths, like m- melodies all over, like. Lots of guitar, which I think that's more of a, like an Eminem and Dr. Dre thing. Lots of like sort of lightly distorted guitar. It's very, I don't know, it really just nails that sound of that beat that sort of like only 50 Cent and like I guess Eminem and like a few like, I don't know, it's just a very specific sound of that time that like you don't hear. Yeah, and that's, I mean, again, that goes back to what I said about, like, the Eminem show and stuff like that. It was very yeah. much Dr. Dre and the Aftermath, like, group getting, you know, being to, getting together and really, like, influencing the sound of the era. Um, yeah. And, uh... Like, uh, it really was the perfect mixture of, like, main the mainstream, like, pop music and gangster rap. Like, 50 Cent, I think, is the first guy to fucking perfect that. Absolutely. And apparently he, uh, uh, looking, and, and if you love 50 Cent, I do actually recommend going back and listening to his mixtapes and listening to the G-Unit mixtapes and stuff because, um, of course, the the polish isn't there, but you do, like, like Otis said, find these... Um, nuggets of greatness of what he was going to do especially in the older stuff um and it's it's really crazy the story of him coming up um uh you know he he got uh um he was you know I'll just read some of the I'll go through some of the history on Wikipedia so I don't screw any of yeah. it from memory but he began rapping in his friend's basement where he used turntables to record over instrumentals um in uh, 1996, a friend introduced him to Jam Master Jay of Run DMC. Uh, Jay taught him how to count bars, write courses, structure songs, make records. And then his first appearance was on a song called React with Onyx from Shut Him Down. Um, he credited Jam Master Jay for improving his ability to write hooks, uh, which, you know, I guess thanks Jam Master Jay for getting 50 Cent hooked on hooks. Um, yeah. And then uh, Jam Master J produced Jackson's first unreleased album. Um, he uh, he went over to Columbia Records after Jam Master J left. Uh, uh, after he left Jam Master J, the Trackmaster signed him to Columbia Records. They went and recorded uh, thirty six songs in two weeks, and then eighteen of them went on his album Power of the Dollar. Uh, and then he founded Jackson founded hollow point entertainment with, uh, former G unit member, Bangham Smurf. Uh, anyway. And then after how to rob came out and all this stuff, he got more, he got bigger, bigger, bigger. Uh, yeah. 
and Nas a big street hit. Yeah, he yes, became a big street big hit. Street single. And he was on the Nostradamus tour, uh, How to Rob. Um, uh, and then he had a song Thug Love with Destiny's Child. Yeah. And then he Which was shot. Which was going to be the lead single. And then he got shot like two days before the music video yes. was supposed to be shot. And then after they got shot, his label's like, want nothing to do with this guy. Like This guy is criminal, I guess. And the crazy thing about him getting shot is that apparently some people think that it was one of the guys that he dissed in How to Rob because people think the alleged attacker was Daryl Baum, who was Mike Tyson's bodyguard, and he made fun of Mike Tyson in that song. And then that guy, the alleged attacker, Daryl Baum, was shot and killed three weeks later. And I'm pretty sure in a song... Uh, well, yeah, and he mentions that in Many Men. Yeah, Many Men. Three weeks later, he got shot down. Uh, and it, it's just crazy to me. So then all that happened, um, he he uh, he was dropped from Columbia. Um, he had a song called Ghetto Quran that caused a lot of uh, issues, and he he wasn't yeah. able to work in the U.S. Again, he was blacklisted. 50 Cent is always just talking shit. Just always yeah. oh, talking yeah. always. shit. Just never I mean, gave a fuck. He's been like that since day one. That's why you got to respect it, dude. The dude's just been like, who gives a fuck? Well, I think he was, I think he was who gives a fuck leading up to being shot. And then after being shot, uh, you know, six times or nine times, uh, nine, nine times at close range and didn't die. Uh, and I knew that. I don't know why I was got confused there. But he got shot nine times at close range and didn't die. And then after that, what are you going to tell the man? You know, like, yeah. how are you going to stop him? He's a freight train. Man with full God mode. He's He elevated. He, the, You get shot nine times and you bounce back from that. And you aren't putting, you know, ten, towns down, 10 toes down on the pavement, then, putting out your best shit, then yeah. what are you doing? And he just came out swinging. And then Gets he, shot in the face, gives him a slurred speech. What does he do? He owns it. Yeah. And that's one like, of the things that makes his voice. If you listen to old mixtapes before we get into the very, albums. It's very just New sound. It's just very, very yeah. then He sort of gets, he, he owns sort of the slur that he sort of gets. Like he rides, like it sort of like adds, like, yeah, it just sort of goes with it. It's it like, adds oh, flavor. Mm -hmm. It adds pain. <laughs> he's got a shell in his, he's got a shell in his tongue. Pain on the streets. That's pain. Anyway, so then he breaks through Get Rich or Die Trying. He puts out the uh, massacre shortly after that. Then um, Get Rich or Die Trying came out, what, 2003, Two 2002? Or three? But 2003, and it also that album got 50 Cent and the album got robbed of the fucking Grammys, my guy. Because he should have won Best New Artist because he had the highest selling album at the time of like forever. And fucking instead of him winning best new artist, they the Grammys gave it to uh the big hit makers, fucking Evanescence, the fucking goth boy wet dream. Oh, it was actually February 2003. In 2002, he signed the deal, uh, okay. and he put out Guess Who's Back, um, mixtape, and uh, and then he uh dropped No Mercy, No yeah. Fear, which is a mixtape before. Yeah, uh, get and I guess I Eminem heard one of those, and I was like, "Oh shit, got to sign." This it was guy. guess who's back, and yeah. then uh, and then they uh, they he got signed, and then that's the you know that the rest is history. He got signed. Eminem heard it, and 
brought him to fly out and meet Dr. Dre, and then boom, the rest is history. Magic, baby. Uh, the one thing, cool thing that I found here is that when he was blacklisted because of Ghetto Quran and all the stuff that happened with his shooting and stuff, he was unable to work in a U.S. studio because he was blacklisted, right? So he came to Canada. Oh, really? Yeah. He came to Canada with his business partner and manager, Shamani, and recorded 30 songs for mixtapes to build a reputation. And then he went back and flooded the streets. And uh, and then, yeah, and then that was like the guess who's back and, you know, 50 Cent is the future. Uh, guess who's back? No Mercy, No Fear. And then eventually you had The Power of the Dollar that came out. Um, that was his first album that never really was released, but it came out as a mixtape. And then you get into his main yeah. uh, his main uh, body of work, his albums and stuff like that. Uh, if we're going to go through, I just want to say, um, if firstly, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to... Uh, those three albums like not leave the mixtapes out of the conversation but if you like hip-hop and you haven't listened to those three albums even if you don't really like 50 cent you should i'm kind of ashamed that you haven't listened to get rich or die trying because it's yeah, so seminal must listen to. it's a must listen to and people don't talk about it enough for me when they look back and they look back on it on records that were seminal or important and i think it's because it came at a re- weird time like it came at the early 2000s which is like 20 years ago now right but like yeah at that time people were still lauding you know people from the 80s in the early 90s the dr dre snoop nwa all that stuff yeah, like, with the yeah, new ice cubes public enemy shows. yeah and nos and all the stuff and and so it was coming you know it it came out and it was huge it was the biggest like you said it was a huge huge release and everybody knew it everybody knew in the club everybody you know it was fire uh and you know it's it's uh but then it seems like people just kind of take it for granted now where people look back on it and they're like, oh, yeah, 50 Cent in the club. And it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, 50 Cent in the club. OK, oh, yeah, the fucking tablets of Moses. Like, yeah. the, you know, <laughs> like, come on. Now man. people like, think 50 Cent's like an actor and a dude that posts memes. Like, that's who he is now. But he has so much money. Like, he's, he's made fuck you money to the point where it's like that. What he, that's what yeah, he, he does just makes now. TV and stuff. He just makes more money. And he does. The man brought it. you vitamin water. He's good. He's good with it. He's nice with it. He's nice with the money. Yeah. Remember, he they they said that he went bankrupt and then he posted that video on Instagram of him cooking money. Or yeah. like pretending and to be like opened up his. Like a million dollars of Bitcoin that he had that he didn't even know he had. Yeah. Because like years ago he sold an album for Bitcoin, and then realized, and then like after years it profited, and then he was like, "Oh shit, I got like millions of dollars in Bitcoin from this album I forgot about." Um, and then also we should talk about what we're gonna get into the G Unit thing. But in two thousand three, yeah. uh, Interscope gave gave Jackson his own label, G Unit Records, G standing for Gorilla, not Gangster, not Gangster, Gorilla Just- Unit. Yeah. And he signed Whatever. Load. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, no matter, like, I, as a kid, I was like, everyone's like, it's Gorilla Unit. It's like, no, it's Gangster Unit. Trust me. I know. One day he's going to come out and just be like, I was lying, y'all. It's actually Gangster Unit. We're all going to be like, I told you so. But that day has yet to come. So, you know. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> to me, Gorilla Unit sounds more correct. Like, if you look at all of them, like, 
Banks, Yayo, and Buck and him on the cover of like Beg for Mercy. It's like, yeah, these guys look like like the cover of the 50 cent video games and they're all in bulletproof vests. They look like they look like Gorilla Street warriors anyway uh so he signed lloyd banks tony yayo young buck and then uh the game was signed in a joint venture with aftermath but there was a uh a, a, quite a, a a spat between the two of them that was i think recently or somewhat recently it was squashed like a couple years ago but for a while they were not uh I think the game and 50 cent are very, very similar personalities. I think they're so strong and so kind yeah. of like bullheaded two, and two alphas, two alphas. You know? I don't think you could have, you know, two, you can't have two cooks in the kitchen yeah. in this case. I was, I was just watching before this, I was just catching up on some AEW wrestling and as an episode where, uh, you know, uh, MJF and Chris Jericho are like, yo, we got to figure out the inner circle their faction but then mjf turns on them and then mjf starts his own group and then just beats the shit out of chris jericho because you know can't have two alphas in the same group you know you can't have two king lions you know that doesn't work you know and i think yeah yeah, like you can say like 50 cent you know there's definitely a hierarchy within g unit you know like definitely you know lloyd banks is next right hand man and you got buck and then tony yayo's like the distance scheming guy he's like a um fuck from uh what's the guy from fucking the godfather uh fucking uh the the concierge so he's like that you know concierge Uh, or whatever concierge okay whatever yeah the white guy the one guy that's not italian that they adopted the the the, fucking name robert duvall robert duvall yeah the constantly character's name is. Why can't I fucking remember this? It's really pissing me. Tom something. Uh, Jesus. Robert Any- Duvall. Sorry, we're gonna have to pull this one up or else we're gonna be pissed. <laughs> Robert Duvall, God Father. Um uh, Tom Hagen. There we go. There we go. Loy- or Tony A was the Tom Hagen of G Unit. You know, he's sort of, he works from a distance. <laughs> And he sort of cleans up some messes that exist. But, you know, uh, yeah, and then the game came in. That was just, you know, too much. Although the sh- the in the short time span that, you know, G-Unit worked with uh, the game and the hits that 50 Cent and the game put out in that short time span are legendary God-tier records. Uh, yeah, I would say, you know, Beg for Mercy and Terminate on Sight are awesome and all of the uh all of the individual records the hunger for more straight out of cashville and thoughts of a predicate felon which is an incredible name for a record uh they're all (laughs) it's so funny they're all really good um yeah like the hunger for more that's got on fire i'm so fly i'm so fly's got that sick video where lloyd banks just has a disappearing house I think about that video all the time. Hey, man. You know, it's like, dude, that is fly as fuck. He's got an invisible fucking house. He's got like the X Men fucking invisible jet, except it's his house. That's insane. And then Hunger for More Part Two has got Beamer, Beamer, Benz, and Bentleys, which is classic. Beamer, Benz, and Bentleys. 
I'd say Blue Fang is definitely the most underrated. I think most underappreciated. I think people that know Lloyd Banks are like, hell yeah, Lloyd Banks fucking slays. And the fact you don't know Lloyd Banks slays, you know, kind of shows that you're kind of dumb to the people that don't understand what Lloyd Banks does. I was going to say when when we get, I was going to say when we get back into talking about the G unit records, like um, some of the songs, like, it's really interesting the dynamic on the G Unit records because some of the songs there's so many good songs. 50, like there's club bangers like Stunt 101, Pop, yeah. and then Bangs on the first one. Beg for I love Beg for Mercy. Beg for Mercy is like a, a I went sick. as a kid and bought that CD. But I think what the one thing that's really great about both of those records, like Terminate on Site and uh Beg for Mercy, is that you have like songs where it's definitely like you see different members shine better in certain songs. Whereas it's like, uh, and that makes it not boring. Like you'll get a track where like Lloyd Banks comes out the gate with like absolute fire. And then the other, and then you'll go to the next song and you'll see 50 cent doing the like melodic sing talking chorus that just absolutely like elevates yeah. the track and each one of them, I mean, they're all good on all of the songs, but there are certain songs where their dynamics work really well together. Like some songs where you hear young buck just absolutely demolish. Yeah. Cause young bucks got that. Like when young buck, he just comes in, he's like, Oh, like he's got that. Like he's got that Southern sort of growl. Yeah. He's got he's got a bit of a lower voice and he's got a bit of a yeah. southern twang to him and then 50's got the kind of like melody and, and Lloyd Banks are sorry 50% and Lloyd Banks are like really laid back. Yeah, well, I find that Lloyd Banks is a little bit faster and I think that works yeah. to his advantage the way that he raps is a bit faster, it's a bit more intricate and I think mm-hmm. that that works better because 50's so lackadaisical, he's very melodic. He says I'm the king of the slow rap, right? Like he says yeah. I perfected this slow rap shit in one of the songs. Like he's like that's his thing and he's going to ride that. And then Buck is slow, but he's like southern slow and you know, they, they all just work well together in the ways that they're similar, but then they're also like a little bit different. And then they both, you know, they each shine. And then Yayo is just like, he's just like New York rap. Yeah. Um, but the way that they work together so well is just, it's in, it's incredible, uh, to, to listen to. Um, there are some songs on those, on the two of those that I find a little bit, they don't last. They aren't, they haven't aged as well for me, but there's a yeah. lot of songs that have aged like wine that they've gotten yeah. way better. Like stunt one Oh one, like that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Popping them things. Like popping them things is a hard song. The sample in stunt one Oh one is that the way the beats are the like, I don't know what that is, but that is, and that is like immediate shooting in my veins yeah. energy. That's like giving me life. When I hear yeah. that, turn on. I and then be, there's like B-side bangers that most people, songs nobody would ever even hear most, unless you actually listen to the album, like G'd Up or the title track, Beg for Mercy. Yeah, Beg for Mercy is crazy. Like, they're so hard. And it's like, fuck. And then just like classics, like My Buddy, which, you know, it's just, it's kind of like a cheesy, it's just, like, it's just one of those silly sort of gangster songs. Like My Buddy, My Buddy. Oh yeah, the talking about with the video game, the the like the video is like a video game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then 
I always love the song, the Jay Z or the not Jay Z, the Ja Rule disc. I smell pussy. <laughs> I love that song. Yes, uh, Fifty Cent had a very public our, and very. Uh, I'm not going to get into the, all the feuds Fifty Cent has had because that's going to take up way too much time. But we'll. But just yeah, say, I think Jay Z or Ja. Sorry, I keep saying Jay Z, but Ja Rule is like the most prominent one, and he still, he still. Still, just takes shots at him to this day. It's fantastic. Yeah, and he's and and Jay Z or now you got ja me doing it. Ja Rule, Ja Rule, uh, but Ja Rule. I mean, at the time, Ja and Fifty were like head and head in New York and yeah. what's rising. Yeah, they were like both the upcoming New York dudes. Yeah, and but then Fifty Cent just completely lapped him. Like Get yeah. Richard Die Trying. Not only on Get Richard Die Trying did he say. Yeah you know, I'm, this record is better than anything you've put out and that you're like basically, uh, you know, weak and weak willed yeah. and ja, shitty. Ja and just, just, ass. J- just making fun of Ja Rule and how he was fake. The song Wanksta is about him off of, um, yeah. oh my God. The no, no I think that was fear, originally no off the 8 Mile soundtrack. No, it was taken from the mixtape and put on the, it was yeah. remastered on the 8 Mile soundtrack. Okay. Because I remember listening to that song. Uh, Dude, because that was the, the first tape. like hit that you saw. Yeah, No Mercy, No Fear. That's, that's the first what it's video from. was for Wangsta. And the first thing you see is 50 Cent just rolling in a giant Hummer with spinners, I'm pretty sure. And it's like, this guy is crazy. <laughs> this guy's sick. Yeah, he's, that's Wangsta. Yeah. That album is actually sick. There's like some real good songs on that record. Um, on on no fear, no mercy, or no mercy, no fear. Sorry, there's a lot. Like honestly, that this collection of like the G Unit mixtapes, Fifty Cent mixtapes, and then the three Fifty Cent records and the two G Unit records. Yeah. Um, not even talking about the G Unit single, like their their songs and their hits. Um, although I will get to a point where I talk, I feel calm enough to talk about Get Buck. But if I start talking about that now, I might literally explode because i love that song so much but um <laughs> but um yeah and knock if you buck like oh, i uh it's just it's crazy and hate it or love it the one song that we got with the game in 50 cent yeah. was like masterwork god tier well there's also it, how the underdogs do. on top i'm gonna shine on me until my heart stops. yeah go ahead and be me i'm raps mvp and i ain't going nowhere so you can get to know me. like and they're in they the could have been the, the greatest oh. they it could have been perfect but then they, they you know they could have been they could have been outcast mob deep level duo yeah but it just didn't happen. The perfect combination of New York and Compton coming together to finally just squash everything. That's what, if they came together, they would have saved every, they would have saved the world, I think. So he did, <laughs> but, so it does uh, say, that, and this does make sense that the game made his, so originally the game was discovered and placed into G Unit by Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine of Iowa. Yeah, but they already had the first G Unit record recorded. Yeah, they were like uh, what was during the production of Beg for Mercy. Yeah. And then uh and then so he came, he was on tracks for Lloyd Banks and Young Bucks debut albums. And then in 2004 he the game began working on his solo album um which is I believe the documentary, yeah. And then yeah, the documentary. Um, and then uh 
the uh, that was how we that this is how we do. That's with Fifty Cent off the doc, documentary. Hate it or yeah. love it is off the documentary, which peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, and um, I guess tension started to go between them. And shortly after the documentary released, they went into a full-scale feud, which led to 50 announcing that the game had been kicked out of G-Unit and claiming that he had never received full credit for writing six songs for the documentary with the game. A bunch more happened. They publicly squashed the feud in 2005, but then they just kept attacking each other. Unfortunately, yeah. Tony Yeo. I feel like you never fully squash a beef with 50 Cent. No. I feel like he's always. Um, but unfortunately, uh, now this is, I forgot about this, but this is stupid. In 2007, while leaving a studi- studio, Tony Yeo, one third of G-Unit, and his friend Lodi Max saw Jimmy Henchman's, uh, which is the game ma- games manager, 14-year-old son, they proceeded to assault the 14-year-old, which would lead to Lodi Mac's arrest. He was sentenced to two years in prison. And, and in 2009, uh, Jimmy Henchman hired a hitman to kill Lodi Mac. Uh, in 2017, Jimmy Henchman was found guilty of murder and is now spending two life sentences in prison. Just a bunch of fun people to be around, you know? Coming out oh, of the wow. studio and seeing a 14-year-old boy and thinking, I'm going to beat the shit out of him. And then, uh, and then yeah. getting... You know, anyway, that's that's, that's, uh, that's it's a, a wild, wild, wild time. I mean, 50 cents being involved in uh, multiple uh, near uh, or, or quote unquote involved associated with multiple uh, assaults and uh, weapons, felonies yeah. and things yeah. like that. Allegedly. stuff. Allegedly. He's got a lot of stuff. But I mean, these guys are real street. I mean, the first line is he, in 12 years old, he started crack during the crack epidemic. So selling yes, crack. Selling crack. I mean, this 12. dude is at That's 12 insane. selling crack. He went to jail uh, when he was in high school because they found cocaine. He tried selling cocaine to an undersell or undercover agent. And then later they found cocaine and heroin and crack at his house. And he went to, instead of going to jail, he went to, it was just after high school. I think he went to, uh, a camp for getting your GED and like personal reform. And that's when he named himself 50 cent and came back out and started doing all that stuff. But yeah. And the name 50 cent comes from a gangster in New York named Kelvin Martin. So he's a gangster from the eighties. I guess it's from 50 cents neighborhood. Yeah. So 50 cent took that name. It was like, I'm a, you know, in this guy's honor, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how, like, does, I don't know how names in the streets work. They just like, hey, I'm going to bestow this name upon you. And then they're just like, I'm the new 50 Cent now. I guess I, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> and he, and 50 uh, Cent knows, like, I mean, the amount of stuff that he's done business-wise too is insane. Like, he, he, SMS Audio, SK Energy, SMS Promotions, Sire Spirits, F and Vodka. Uh, he has money in, in uh, mining. He's a stakeholder in, in, uh, in a, a mining uh, yeah, platinum, palladium, and iridium mine. He's got multiple television shows. He's got G Unit brand clothing. He's got, he did boxing promotion. Um, you know, yeah. the, the dude's done with Floyd Mayweather's legendary. Just yeah. the simple, the fucking, 
I think about this so often. The thing of being like, Floyd, I'll pay you a million dollars to read a page of Harry Potter. Like, that's, the cr- <laughs> that's the funniest thing ever. And then it's just, so funny. Oh, uh, man. He's wild. They're wild. Um, I don't know. I guess this we kind of got off the rail because we're covering such a wide topic. Uh, let's let's fire off some of our favorite tracks and uh, and see what we have to say about them. Um, you can go first. For just G Unit, Fifty Cent, whatever. Okay, hit, hit me with so, something you love. Uh, I love. I love. So I'll just go through the list that I have here of different songs. Um, Power the Dollar. I love How to Rob. How to that Rob was a classic. classic. That was a classic. It was also just hilarious. Um, just like I love some of the lines from How to Rob. Uh, where is it here? Where's the one? So the line about uh, Big Pun. He's like, I'll rob pun without a gun. Snatches, snatches peace and run. This dude weigh 400 pounds. How, how are we going to catch me, son? <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, where's the other Rest one? in peace to uh, Big Pun, though. Uh, run up on Timbaland and Missy with the pound. Like, you give me the cash. Put the hot dog down. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's you just know it's, roast jokes. And you know what's funny is that how many of those people wound up working with him later? Well, like, yeah. Uh, I read Missy Elliott actually thanks uh, 50 Cent in the liner notes for, I think, Under Construction, the album where 50 Cent has a feature. And she says, 50, thanks for telling me to put the hot dog down. Well, I mean, and the thing is that a lot of people heard that and they took it really personally, but I think a lot of other people heard it and were like, oh, this guy's just making fun of everybody. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's one thing about hip hop that's like, it's crazy to me. Like, I understand defending your honor and stuff like that, but like at the end of the day, like people digging at you or whatever, like I, I, I think 50 realizes the power that he has over people with his words and he just says stuff and he realizes yeah. like, there's nothing you can do to hurt me aside yeah. from shooting me. But like, there's yeah. nothing you can do to, to hurt me from what I, you know, what are you going to do? Kill me and go to jail for the rest of your life. Like yeah. there's nothing you can do. And so he kind of like holds that power of like not giving a shit over people and just says what he says and says it with his chest. And then yeah. The, what he you know he knows the fallout what's it, people are going to talk about it for a bit like that's not bad for him he would rather get yeah. get his name out in the streets right like it was a smart move to put out that song and have yeah. people respond to him and then all of a sudden you have your favorite rappers responding to some like random dude who doesn't have an album y- out yet yeah you know what i mean like you make fun of everybody yeah, yeah, it's smart it's smart it was a uh, smart, yeah, smart move. Crazy responded. People from Wu Tang responded. A bunch of people responded. In fact, one of the original lines in the song included a diss towards Mar- Mariah Carey, who was also on Columbia Records, and made fit. She told Columbia that they had to make Fifty Cent change the diss about her, like take it out of the song, or else she would leave Columbia Records. And so that line got taken out. I, th- I think, and then he switched it to like a Mary J. Blige diss or something. I think. But, uh, yeah, the dude got people salty on multiple levels with that track. Um, it so, is, yeah. It, it is quite the, quite the track. How to Rob Sick and then Get Rich or Die Trying. My personal favorite just because it is still the hardest song ever. And it's like a, it's like a street gospel epic, 
I how, is how I would descri- describe this song. Um, I'm talking about many men. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it plays out like a fucking like '90s like fucking gangster movie. I don't know. It, it the mo- It's just a fantastic song. Um, obviously, classics. Pimp in the club. Um, and then the first example of I guess the one duo that we have been granted. And, you know, been fortunate enough to still get some sweet sips of every so often. The combo of 50 Cent and Eminem on Patiently Waiting. That was uh, a Patiently Waiting is, is one of my favorite tracks on Get Rich or Die Trying. That yeah. beat, which is an Eminem beat. And also, yeah, from the best Eminem era. Like, this is Eminem show era. Eminem. Yeah, so his beats killer. are on point. Killer. His flows on. He's just... He's just top tier eminem like uh, what is he said uh the whole line about i'm not what you used to i'm gonna shoot through years take my uzi shoot through your zuzu oh my god i'm so scatterbrained right now because i'm trying to figure out which songs i want to put on my list but that whole verse that he puts out you know they hit the wrong building it's nuclear showers you know Talking oh yeah, the people the trying to run the, up, trying yeah, to kill him, and they miss. It was yeah. supposed to hit the uh, shady building. Yeah, it's a hard line. Yeah, like just the whole, all of it, and the, that's the 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 song or with uh, you know that. Anyway, you finish. I'll go. I'll go after you. Go. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then the massacre. You know that. Um, fuck, I didn't write any songs down, but uh. I very specifically, well, Candy Shop is the big song. That's when 50 Cent really fucking, I think, like, for the singles, he really leaned into his club hits because it was, like, uh, yeah, Candy Shop, Disco Inferno, which are, like, still top-tier, horny-level songs. Those are fantastic songs. Um, And then, like, yeah, and Curtis, you got, like, AO Technology, which is a sick one. But I don't know, for some... Get rich or die trying is just they got some just, like if I can't high all the time, like yeah, it's it's he wrote nearly a, perfect. He, he wrote a classic weed song and the dude barely smokes. Yeah, he like doesn't smoke weed, doesn't do drugs. It's got all it's got what up gangsta, patiently waiting, yeah. many men into club, high all the time, heat if I can't, bloodhound back down pimp. And then the multiple versions of PIMP. Yeah, you got with the, the remix, G Unit remix, which has the hardest Lloyd Banks line. He's like, uh, what does he say? He's like, come on uh, and ride with the star. I'll take you far on the PIMP, G A N G S T E R. And when I heard that and I was like 13, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, it was, yeah. <laughs> it like, it was life changing. Um, mind blowing. Yeah, mind blowing. Don't push me. 21 questions with Nate Dogg, RIP, poor little Rich. Uh, you know, just that whole, you know, PIMP, the beat to me is one of my favorite instrumentals of all time, patiently waiting, which actually has the line, the line that I like, uh, what is it? He's like, uh, uh, I'm innocent in my head, like a baby born dead destination, heaven, sit in politic with passengers from nine 11, the Lord's blessings leave me lyrically inclined. Shit. I ain't even got to try to shine. God's a seamstress that Taylor fitted my pain. I got scriptures in my brain. I can st- spit at your dame straight at the good book. Look, 
Play as is shook. 50 fear no man. Warrior. Swing swords like Conan. Picture me pen in hand writing lines knowing the source will quote it. When I die, they'll read this and say a genius wrote it. I grew up without my pops. Should that make me bitter? I caught cases I copped out. Does that make me a quitter? Like, and the way he delivers that too, he's like, I caught cases. I, uh, I, uh, what does he say? Sorry, this is going down. It's not letting me do it. Uh, but the, the, when he's like, make me a quitter. Grew up with my pops. Does that make me bitter? Just like the way that he delivers those, like certain syllables and lines, the way that he raps on this on the album is like flawless. Like I just yeah. love it so much. It's a great rap album. It's a great rap album. And like in the club, obviously everybody, you know, if I can't that, if I can't do it, homie, it, homie, it, can't, it can't be done. Be done. Like, ooh, unbelievable. Like it's just so good. Um, and, and, you know, it just, it, it's just, too too good there's stuff on the other albums though that i really do uh i really do like i think that you um on curtis they have uh he's got i get money ao technology straight to the bank uh i'll still kill with akon um he's got and the features on this are crazy eminem justin timberlake Tony Yayo, the I Get Money remix with Diddy and Jay-Z, like all these people that he actually insulted. I mean, he's got a song with Mary J. Blige, who he literally yeah. insulted. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just... Yeah, you can't deny greatness. You can't deny greatness. Like, people wanted to get a piece of him. The Massacre, too. I mean, our friends uh, our friends Cody and Luke love The Massacre. And shouts out to them. Yeah. We have spent many a night talking about 50 Cent and how great 50 Cent is and all that stuff. Uh, the massacre is a very interesting follow-up to um, get Richard Die trying because uh, it has, you know, like you said before, it has um, it has good songs. It has on good it, songs sure. on I think it. He leans into. I think he realized he's like, oh fuck, I perfected the club hit. Yeah, Let's get Richard Die trying. He's like, fuck it, I'll just do it. And he like he does it so like e easily like yeah he, he does he kind of just like, like floats on some of the songs but he does have Gatman yeah. and Robin uh, Ski Mask Way which is like pretty much how to rob part two um, yeah. uh, he's got uh, uh, get in my car in my hood yeah. like there's a lot of songs that are are um, yeah but then like yeah but then there's all the club songs like just a little candy bit shop, just, Inferno, yeah. candy but shop, just a little bit hits and they're still sick yeah. like don't get me wrong good songs, good good songs. songs but i mean to me and it's, then it's all it also i guess they included the hater i love it unit remix as part of the massacre as well yes it is that is and uh that's, and that's, that's a great that's hot as well but i you do see him leaning into the club tendencies a little bit more but like still the going from get rich or die trying to the massacre which is a great record to curtis which is a great record uh uh, uh, you you do see a bit of a dip down. I feel with Curtis, but there's still songs on it that are yeah. like crazy good. To me, it will always be "Get Rich or Die Trying." Like that was the one that that hit uh, almost perfectly. Back yeah, to back. it was lightning in a bottle. Really. Lightning it's in a bottle. Like the perfect combinations of producers, rappers, and just something that hasn't been done 
as that well before or since, I don't think. Like, like, fuck, man. I don't think, yeah, like I said, like, people may not, I don't know if it's this is what you'd say a hot take, but I'd say without Get Rich or Die Trying, like, that that's the precursor to your Kid Cudi, your fucking, your Drake, your fucking, your singy, songy, melodic Oh, yeah, and the, that it was the, it was the commercialization and, and uh uh kind of restructuring of yeah. street hip hop. Yeah. Like like the real 50s. New York street sound got got yeah. taken in and then like upgraded for um yeah and like in, injected with with new life and it yeah. came out and then it was like what Ja Rule was trying to do and he kind of was doing it. I mean Ja Ja still has some songs. Like I'm not gonna say yeah, Ja Rule doesn't doesn't I mean you know, but like he, it was what people were trying to do at the time, make street music accessible. And they just yeah. perfected it. Like you said, lightning in a bottle. It's just so crazy. Yeah. Like you've seen lighter takes on it. Like, yeah, you saw job rule and like at the time job rule Nelly, who I think did it pretty well, but like, Oh, Nelly did it. Great. And Nelly has just did hits. It, so. Nelly's got hits, yeah, but like I, he didn't get the hits. Like 50 cent has hits though. But like hot in here, fucking all of country grammar. That's it's hard. Like that shit, it's hard. And again, yeah. that's that specific era of early two thousands hip hop. That like it just has that sound. It just is like this is where the streets met. It was really Fifty Cent. I think was like the Reese Cup of like mixing. Like he was the perfect combination of like melody and bars yeah it was it was it's quite incredible and you still see the influence i don't think that's a hot take at all i just think it's an under uh under talk under discussed talked about yeah yeah it's not talked about as much as it should be uh in my opinion um and another person like i just wanted to clarify some stuff because i kind of went over i kind of glossed over it uh there were you know 50 cent has been involved in allegedly involved in a lot of stuff the jaw rule stuff i mean people got stabbed jewelry got taken uh you know people they went back and forth a lot um with the game uh you know the game didn't want to do the stuff that 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 uh, G Unit was doing, feuding with Nas and Jadakiss and Fat Joe and a bunch of other people, yeah. and that's why they broke, they split up, and then there was like a yeah. fight at an event, and someone got stabbed. Like it's, it got really yeah. heated. And also, you know, let's thank Rick or let's thank Fifty Cent for letting the world know that Rick Ross was a correctional officer, um, yeah. because <laughs> I think that's the I, I the forgot cop. to bring that up before, but they had an uh, officer yeah. Ricky. Um, uh, he was a response to, uh, there was a sort of some yeah. alleged incident at the 2008 BT hip hop awards. Um, but, uh, but Jackson's 50 cent, he said that nothing happened, but Rick Ross said there was, and then they went yeah. back and forth. There was a mafia music song, a song called mafia, yeah. a song called cent, like, mafia Ruby. music that Ross dropped. And then, 50 Cent went immediately to the studio and put out Officer Ricky. Uh, and then uh, started the rumor pretty much that Rick Ross was actually a correctional officer mm-hmm. and was never uh, involved in the drug trade in any way, shape, or form. Um, but apparently in good news, uh, uh, you know, 
They're friends now. <laughs> They're friends now. I mean, they went back and forth. Uh, well, Rick uh, Ross is a, he, he seems like a good, wholesome man. And uh, didn't 50 Cent like also release like a porno of like Rick Ross's like wife or something? Yeah. He, before uh, he <laughs> uploaded a video warning shot in the first of series of, of Officer Ricky cartoons. Uh, and then he interviewed Tia, the mother of one of Rick Ross's children. And she said that he's really a correctional officer and blah, blah, blah. That's where all that comes from. Um, but apparently wow. they're cool now, which is nice because I love well, Rick Ross. And I love 50 yeah, Cent. Yeah, Rick Ross so is I'm, great. I'm he's glad that they're life. friends. He's doing good. They can, they're good, um, you know. But there was, yeah, and there was uh, more. I mean, 50 Cent, like you said, yeah. Floyd Mayweather. I mean, he's even beefed with pretty much every yeah. member of the G unit now, by now. Yeah, and it comes, like 50 Cent is aggressive to like almost a detriment. Because it's also disallowed G-Unit from getting some good up-and-coming rappers. Like, uh, for example, a thing that I don't think most people know. This is a nice factoid I think me and you both know. Is that Danny Brown was originally scouted by 50 Cent to become a member of G-Unit back, like, I, I don't know. Now we should Now we should, before we, before we do this, we should preface the, this by saying... Um, Danny Brown is older than both of us. He's like 40. And at the time he was doing not the Danny Brown stuff that we know now, not his like kind of break. Danny Brown was hard. Danny Brown was hard. He was like in the trenches. It's not like he was saying, you know, smoking and drinking, (laughs) drinking and smoking. No, he was like hard. Like you listen. Yeah. If you listen to the weird shit yet, but he was hard, old stuff, then you would be like to the hybrid. Yeah. Like he's he was going he was going hard and uh and he did definitely get scouted but eventually he said no because he didn't want to dress like G unit. Yeah. Like, that's like a- I think <laughs> like Danny Brown so as weird as he is now you see like he was wearing like fucking cowboy boots and just dressed like a total weirdo. For this, I think he's calmed down now. He looks like he's chilled out. But oh like, yeah, now he, he now, was not yeah. into the hard fucking XL jerseys, big Echo jeans, and Tims. And the other wasn't thing, into that look because that wasn't his vibe. And also. the other thing too so, is that the people that they were coming in, like it was kind of like a cosplay or something. Like, like part of the reason why the game and Fifty Cent feuded is because the game was brought in as this like idea of as like he was like a loyal soldier in the G unit army and shit yeah. like that. And then when the game was like, no, I don't want to do the things that you're asking me to do because I have no ill will against the people you want to beef with and all the stuff that, and I want to put my name on that. They were like, well, okay, fuck you buddy. And so yeah. that's, and that's where it all started at because you know, they were kind of like 50 cent thought of himself as the G unit general, right? Like it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when they went to Danny Brown and we're like, yeah, you have to change your style and we're going to reintroduce you as this, that, and that Danny Brown was probably just like, nah, man, like I'm going to do it on my own, which he did. Um, yeah. And Danny Brown's sick. Like he's one of my favorites. So, and also Danny Brown, funny enough was uh, uh, connected to the ASAP mob, a later uh, New York 
group um, featuring ASAP Rocky and ASAP Ferg and and ASAP 12V and Bari and all, you know the all the ASAPs. people. I mean, I hate all ASAP Bari. I don't even know why I brought him up because he's a rapist. But uh, fuck, wait, fuck what? ASAP. Didn't ASAP Bari like sexually assault some girl and he got in trouble about it? He's not a rapper. I, I don't even he's know like, who that is. He's like, just like I, one I, of the I other members know, of. Anyway, I don't even know that deep into the the ASAP. Anyway, uh, I don't really like ASAP Bari. I don't really care about him. He's like a designer or something. I don't know. I don't even know why I said him. He's like, that's what I hate about like collectives. That's why I love G Unit. It wasn't like this is a collective. It's like, no, we're a rap group. And 50 you, Cent is our general. Be, yeah. And, and that's and then the, that's it. But yeah, no, he's 50s even beefed with pretty much everybody in, in G Unit now. I don't think yeah. that he and Lloyd Banks ever really got into it because Lloyd Banks. I know he was beefing Young Buck and like calling Young Buck like gay and shit and like well really yeah he was he was stuff. he was, was like, being what? really like problematic about it and 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 was uh, was suggesting heavily that young buck is closeted uh but also didn't young buck get caught what? with like a um a transgendered or cross-dressing i don't know so i, don't know. I stopped kind of looking these things happen man. yeah these things happen i mean if they're passing good Whatever. for them you know and that's they just what they they're want. just freaking i man you can't knock a person for the freak actually i don't even i shouldn't even say that i should say that you know if it was never even thought up or brought up, then and it should never be, you know. I mean, unless you're, you know, consent yeah. is important or whatever. But like, why are we gonna, why are we gonna hate on Buck for liking to get a, to get his 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 uh, he wants his the kicks, buck. however it's, he it's wants. It's in the right? name, like, you know. Yeah. He wants the buck. What can uh, I say? And you know, like if somebody Same is thing. passing and 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 or even if not, you shouldn't shouldn't it shouldn't matter, right? Yeah. Like people can get what they want, you know. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Uh, 50 Cent went at him hard, though, uh, and was quite uh, homophobic and problematic. Yes. And he has since walked back his statements. But when 50 Cent walks back his statements, 50 Cent talks, really... yeah, he talks incredible levels of wild shit. Like, yeah, 50 Cent, luckily, 50, like, if 50 Cent didn't have the reputation of being a guy that's literally been shot for saying crazy shit and continuing to say crazy shit. Like, you can't cancel him. You can't cancel 50 Cent. He's going to be like, yeah, there's fucking 20 years of me saying crazy shit on record. I just don't and, think he would care. I think he would just laugh. I, yeah, I think he's just mean? so far above it. And, like, people, I'm sure, probably have tried to, like, really oh, yeah. come at him. And he's just like, dude, shut the fuck up. I'm making black people millionaires left and right. Shut the fuck up. Like, uh, it's and you right. know what? And he feud, I don't think he did feud with Yayo for a bit. Uh, but Buck, he's been feuding with for for like a couple of years now, back and forth. Yeah. And then he'll walk back, he'll say some really out of pocket shit, and then he'll he'll walk yeah, it that's back. That's why I said Lloyd say, Banks is the Tom Hagen because you know he's never really had any beef, you know, he's always just there. Lloyd Banks likes to just chill, he puts out a mixtape every once in a while. I'm sure he's got like an investor, drops a classic album every 10 years. Yeah, he's know? got an investment portfolio, he's probably fine, he's chilling. Uh, and that's great. You know, I hope Lloyd, Lloyd Banks makes more music, keeps putting stuff out. And I like Young Buck's music, so I hope Young Buck keeps putting out music too. And 50 Cent, I would love to see him return to form. Uh, you know, lately he's been focusing on other stuff and 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 some of the records that he put out in the middle were a little bit weaker. And, you know, I'd love to see him come out and have a, a you know, a 50 Cent res, uh, renaissance, you know, a resurgence. I'd love to have him come out and, uh, and really put the pressure on again. So I'm hoping, you know, apparently he's working on an album now. So I'm hoping that what comes out next might be, you know, but he's so diversified. I don't know how, like, I feel like if you, 
if you're that involved in so many different things, making music, you're not going to be as tenacious about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you, once you own multiple businesses and you're managing, you know, property and real estate and, and you have holding stakes in different companies and stuff like that, you know, your, your thoughts aren't necessarily always on like, Oh, how could I make a dope song? So I feel like that's where he suffered a bit because like he's done so well in other facets of his career, but then you have, it's like, it's time to make a record and you go to a studio and it's like, what can you really say that you haven't said better before? You know, he's rich. He's, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's why I feel like the content of his later stuff is just kind of lacking a little bit because it's like, I feel like he's been spread too thin or not spread too thin, but like his interests lie elsewhere. So I'm hoping yeah. maybe 50 will come back with something that's incredible. I did like the Canaan tapes, which was a mixtape that dropped like two or three years ago. There's a song on it called uh, trying to fuck me over with post Malone. And it's incredible. Oh, yeah. It's an incredible track. Um, there's a couple other tracks on that. Mix I like tape the song too. you did with six, nine. Oh, the, the, um, like, uh, oh my God. The, the one I forget how it goes, but the six nines, a goof, but you know, that song was sick. Uh, I can't uh, even remember how it goes. It's been a while. Oh yeah. He's also acting too. So like, you know, yeah, he's making money. He's also like that, like the showrunner and creator of a show and he's got spinoffs He's like producer of multiple series going on. The man's a multimedia mogul. What can you say? You know, man's yeah, out here making way more than 50 cents. Yeah, you know? he's way, 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 he's making 50 cents times 50,000, 100, I don't know. Billions. He's making a lot of money. He's been, and he's been in a bunch of movies. I mean, uh, you know, he was in the Get, Get Richard Die Trying movie. He was in. Yeah, video um, games. He had made a before I self restri- before I self destruct movie. He he was in uh, he was in Gun. He was in Twelve. He was in all tons of different stuff. And he lost a lot of weight to be in a movie. He was in Spy. Yeah, like he was in Popstar. He was in Den of Thieves. Uh, he was in Escape Plan Two. He was in Last Vegas. He was he's just been in a bunch of stuff. He just he's comes pops shit. up and does stuff. Um. Yeah, he's just been you know he's been around. He's and he has video games. He's diversified his portfolio. Um, I think that. Uh, and now, if you were, I have to ask you, which of the three, not including the game, which of the three uh, members of G Unit is your favorite? If you had to pick one, well, Fifty Cent. You know? No, no, I mean not him. No, I mean the uh, so other I, three. Oh, well, not then the Lloyd general, Banks. not fifty. Then Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks. Yes. Uh, I would have to say it's tough, man, because I love a lot of Lloyd Banks songs, but I love some of Buck's songs. Like I love fewer of Buck's songs, but I love them more than I love. Yeah. Like I, I think that Lloyd Banks is like steady mobbing, but like there are some young buck songs where it's like like some of the stuff off Welcome to Cashville, Get Buck, which is like my favorite workout song in the world. I could just go to the gym and listen to Get Buck like over and over again. 
it's incredible. It's like it's it's like energy. It's like pure energy. Yeah, power. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It, it would be hard for me to say. I think I would have to say if we're going on technical ability, I would say Lloyd Banks too. But um, but Young Buck is up there, and Yeo is great too. Um, I just you know, I just love some of the the Buck songs, and I love some of the Buck features on all of the uh, G on the G Unit album albums. Uh, I think that um, you know, especially Beg for Mercy, you is just like a masterclass in seeing four guys that are just at the peak of their careers going going at it. Uh, which is like it's just a delight to listen to, um, and it's a some songs have aged not so well, but um, a lot of it has aged really well, and I really like it. I don't know if there's anything else we can really cover on this. What are you feeling? Is there anything else I'm missing? No, I think we pretty much cover the whole saga of Fifty Cent and G Unit for the most part. Like, yeah, I mean. Yeah. He sold crack at 12. Cent. He got shot nine times and then he became uh, just the an man. incredibly confident and competent game changing and style influencing uh, and, and uh, genre shifting yeah. artist working with some of the greatest artists at the best period of their time, Eminem and Dr. Dre. Um, yeah. And then, you know, you have the G unit coming in. Uh, the gorilla unit coming in and and making beg for mercy, which is a classic, and all their mixtapes yeah. too. It's just it, they're great. And I mean, they part of the thing, it. part of the thing about Fifty Cent that everybody loves is his character. I mean, people yeah. can go and say, oh yeah, what he says. Some of the things he He's says, the are lovable problem- asshole. Yeah, some of the people will say some of the things he says are problematic. Some of the things he does are are rude or whatever. But they're still checking his his Instagram page. Yeah, you know, they're still ears perk up when he when they see oh fifty cent did something. I mean, he's like he's like, uh, he's like what Kanye could have been if Kanye didn't go insane. Yeah, if Kanye didn't take himself too seriously. Like, now, I'm not saying art artist artistry wise because they're too, you know. Also, that's they, a beef we didn't talk about was 50 Cent versus Kanye, which I don't think was as much beef as it just was like a friendly wager. Yeah, they were saying who who was it was when graduation and, and Curtis. Curtis came out yeah. they were coming out the same month, and they wanted to see. I think it was the same day actually, and they yeah, wanted the to see. Day who had the most sales yeah. and then but they Kanye both ended won. up selling like a million copies each. Yeah. Over a million Kanye copies. won, but still it was still insane for first day sales. Uh, yeah. Just and that, good, and it was a very pop, hip hop. It was good, good for hip hop. And that, and that was like a positive thing that happened, you know, but, um, they, you know, uh, that, you know, 50 Cent says some out-of-pocket stuff and he's kind of wilding and stuff, but he he says it with his chest and he'll apologize when he needs to, but he, you know, he's stubborn. He's he's 50. That's your you what you you see, you look at 50 Cent's history, is what you get. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Kanye is a little bit uh, you know, he he has his mental health issues and he's a little bit all over the place. But, you know, uh I think that it, it it's to his detriment sometime. I mean, people love watching Kanye because they love watching a car crash. Um, yeah. I think that Kanye 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 needs a bit of help sometime. I hope that he's getting it because 
Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. But 50 Cent is just an ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's the difference. Like, Kanye West is, like, kind of, you know, he needs some people around him to help him out. He's a genius, no doubt. But he's, you know, there have been some times where I've, I've looked at the things that he's been saying or tweeting his late night tweet rants or things that he said on stage, things that he's done. It comes from a place of, 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 it comes from a good place, but it's, he doesn't have a filter. He doesn't have a, you know, whereas 50 cent is just kind of like a headstrong dick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's just a, he's just a good old internet troll. Yeah, he's just like a troll really? in real life. And and that's, yeah. you know, that's par for the course with with uh with 50. So yeah. uh, you know, I mean, of course, he probably shouldn't have said the things he did about Buck and and you know, like people can love who they want to love and it's 20 it's it's it was whenever that happened, 2018 or 2019. It's it's the almost 2020s, you know, it's time to let it go, folks. Like let people like what they like, just don't be a dick to one another, whatever. But um and, you know, I do believe I shouldn't be comparing Kanye and him because Kanye does, you know, he, I feel like he has been struggling a lot and there have been great hills and valleys with him. But I wanted to to kind of show the difference between the two that if if in Con- the end, they're all fucking super millionaires. And so <laughs> yeah, it's true. You can't really care in the end. They'll never hear this and they will are. never care. I'll never hear this and never care. So whatever. But you know what? I hope Kanye yeah. gets gets some help. I hope Fifty Cent and I hope Kanye's divorce doesn't ruin him and he's good. And I hope I hope that we get a Hopefully sick get album, a good out, album of it. out of it. Yeah. And then I hope Fifty Cent maybe you know close tunnel visions a bit and puts out a really good record because I would love to say that in 2021 or 2022 there is a bomb ass Fifty Cent new Fifty Cent record out. That would be great. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's pretty much it. I yeah. I urge everybody to go and listen to the old mixtapes, to listen to the the Get Rich or Die Trying, The Massacre, and Curtis, the three album run. Uh, I recommend the old, um, uh, I re- not the old. I recommend both of the uh, the G Unit albums, uh, Terminate on Sight or Beg for Mercy, and then all of the mixtapes. Go back and check it out listen yeah. to it it get really is a 10 out of 10 yeah to get Richard die trying is a 10 out of 10 for me i agree with that um we're gonna end this one a little bit different today uh we are going to we have a special segment Ooh, a special segment yeah so to uh we're just gonna tell us where we're at and stuff and then we'll uh leave you with a nice little parting gift for a nice little uh i don't know i don't know maybe it's a little late night movie madness we'll say um so uh uh palm reader let them know where you're at and what you're doing uh so you can find me on uh on instagram p-a-l-m-r-e-a-d-r so it's palm reader without the last e and then on twitter p-l-m-r-d-r uh we have by the time this comes out the new anxiety weekend ep uh called how things change it's on uh, on soundcloud now and uh, you can go and listen to that on the cemetery sound soundcloud uh, and also i've got some new singles coming from my album high strangeness which is dropping on the 21st of may so uh please check out the singles when they drop in a week or two please check out the new anxiety weekend project that is finally out sorry for the the weight there and uh and and also the singles that i've already dropped from high strangeness um because they're good and i like them and i think you will too 
Otis, what yeah. do you got going on? Uh, well, to add on, uh, join the Cemetery Sound Discord. If uh, oh yeah, right, join the Discord. That is every Thursday. You host your wonderful Cemetery Sound radio show. See, I like how he's eight. doing it for me. And uh, <laughs> you know, well, you know, uh, I also have to make the announcement that you know my other show, uh, Otis Morris hates himself, and now I guess I can say is officially a part of the Cemetery Sound. We take it over. We take it over, baby. Um, we take so, it over. Uh, yeah, every Monday you get a new episode of Otis Morris Hates Himself. Uh, you know, I'm back. I'm talking shit. All types of wild stuff there. Uh, so check that out on all the streaming platforms. And then, uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Otis Morris Hates. And, uh, yeah, I guess uh, should we get to oh, this? Uh, I guess we oh. should say that one more thing about the whole Cemetery Sound Podcast Network thing. If you... Uh, are in the area. If you're a member of the Discord, you've got your own podcast, please reach out to us. We would love to get something going with a larger group of people and expand our family. Um, And yes, once again, Mondays, Otis Moritz hates himself. On Fridays, we have Bird Protocol. And as you said, yes, thank you. We have the live show on the Discord. We will uh, actually put the link to the Discord uh, in the... uh, description of here i think yeah and the episode um, description on the episode description and we're we're going to start doing that regularly i think that would be a good idea um but yeah. yes thank you for listening if you enjoyed this episode go back and check out our last week episode yeah. on ghost of shishima and now we're going to leave you with a uh nice little uh wonderful yeah. teleplay or yeah. radio play what would we call this um, i don't know i don't know um so we're going to leave you now with a uh what I would like to call the Otis Morris cut of the uh, lost film, The Unit. Interior, the club, night. The club is filled with bitches, hoes, tricks, gangsters, wanksters, fuckboys, and real-ass players. Everyone is having a good time drinking Henny, smoking blunts, and throwing money in the air. Through the smoke and behind the VIP lurks the realest motherfucker there is, 50 Cent. 50 is enjoying his time in the club until there's a knock at the door. Hey, yo, who the fuck is that? The door slowly opens and a white light emerges through the doorway, blinding everyone. 50 Cent pulls out his AK, ready to blast. Again, who the fuck is you? The light dies down and everyone's eyes adjust. Standing before them is someone they haven't seen in a long time. The marshal himself, Eminem. It's the real Slim Shady. God damn it, white boy, I almost terminated you on sight. I'm sorry, Gatman, but we have a serious matter on our hands. Can't you see I'm out here living it up? I can see that. However, I need you to assemble the team. The team? Yes, the team. The unit. Man, I ain't spoken to those guys in a minute. You haven't seen Banks? Ain't nobody seen Banks. You really haven't seen Banks? Suddenly, out of thin air, an invisible force of energy begins to form right next to 50 Cent and Eminem. Appearing out of nowhere like the Invisible Man, it's the one and only, the incomparable, Lloyd Banks. Who said Banks three times? Gee willikers, Banks! We need your AO technology to help us! Is the unit getting back together? Hmm. It appears so. What's the issue? 
how do I put this? Kanye has gone insane. The Mad King has gathered all the infinity plaques and is going to turn the entire earth into the vision that God spoke to him through a fever dream. My God, we gotta go right now. Fitty, we don't have much time. Cut to exterior, farmland, Cashville, day. The convoy of blacked-out, armored-up Hummers with spinners drive down a country road, attracting the eye of everything they pass. Cows, chickens, dogs, pigs, farmers, children. They all begin to act with the utmost excitement for the arrival of the convoy, like a hero's welcome. The horde of animals and people lead the convoy to a destitute farmhouse that appears to be completely vacated. The horde stops and surrounds the convoy, leaving only a small path for the unit to walk through. As the unit, 50 Cent and Banks, get out of the convoy, the horde begins to chant. <laughs> 50 and Banks walk through the horde with caution. They enter the farmhouse. Interior farmhouse. The door closes behind 50 Cent and Lloyd Banks. Welcome to Cashville. Damn, it's been a minute, homie. You damn right it's been a minute. Cashville was pillaged years ago by the Mad King Kanye. Why did you reach out? I did. Well, I'm sorry. You fucking better be sorry, mate. Nah, for real, I'm sorry, bro. That's all I needed. I'm in. You're gonna help us fight the Mad King Kanye. Of course, he fucked up Cashville. And I always stay G'd up. Well, then we only got one more stop to make. Young Buck, 50 Cent, and Lloyd Banks put on their sunglasses. Cut to exterior Compton Day. A convoy of Hummers stroll down the streets of Compton. Bloods and Crips yell threats and throw up gang signs as they pass. The convoy begins to approach a palace located in the center of Compton. The convoy comes to a gate with the meanest-looking blood standing in front of it. The convoy comes to a stop. That was a mistake. The convoy is immediately surrounded by an entire gang of bloods pointing all kinds of weapons at the vehicles. The gates open and the king, the game, emerges from it. You bitch-ass motherfuckers. One by one, 50 Cent, Lloyd Banks, and Young Buck exit their vehicles. You know what's going on, man. We need your help. Fuck no. Game. The fate of the entire world depends on it. Get the fuck out of the West Coast. Come on, man. I was able to reconcile with them. Why can't you? You a bitch, that's why. Now y'all get straight out of content. It's really like that? It's really like that. All right, we out of here. Let's bounce. The unit get back into their vehicles and leave. While driving to the battlefield in Wyoming, 50 Cent makes a call to Eminem. AOM, we're only at 75%. He didn't come? Nah, man. Fuck! Exterior, Wyoming Mountains. The convoy of Hummers are driving through a nice field when suddenly landmines begin exploding every inch of the way. The Hummers begin to explode. 50 Cent, Lloyd Banks, and Young Buck get out 
and stand together in the rubble of the multiple explosions. When the smoke clears, they see it. The Mad King, Kanye West, stands tall like Godzilla with a backpack and neon sunglasses. You fools, how dare you come to my compound and challenge me? Hey, yo, you've gone mad. You off your fucking meds? You're not making good music no more. Kim is fucking leaving you, bro. I'm the greatest of all time. An 808 echoes throughout the battlefield, disorienting all the members of the unit. They fight through the pain and begin attacking Kanye from all angles. High, low, left, right, gats, pistols, AKs. Nothing works. They are no match for Kanye. Diddy, you gotta do it. It ain't ready yet, though. Do it, man. Kanye approaches the unit and grabs all three in the palm of his hand. He's preparing to crush them in his hand. I'm not a god. I am god. Do it. Kanye begins to ball his hand in a fist. They are inches away from death. A massive explosion occurs and destroys everything in the area. Smoke covers the entire battlefield. 50 Cent rises out of the rubble. Banks rises. Buck rises. They're beaten and broken, but they're still here. However, so is Kanye. Kanye emerges from the rubble as if nothing happened. <laughs> I'm the voice of a generation! The unit collapses to their knees. They've accepted that they can't beat Kanye by themselves. 50 Cent looks to the sky and has a vision. In a cloud, he sees the one true God, the professor, the doctor, Dr. Dre. 50. 50 Cent looks on as the master speaks. You called the streets. Hey, yo, but the streets didn't call back. But they did, 50. You just didn't wait long enough for the call. What do you even mean? We're in the aftermath now. 50 snaps out of his vision as the smoke clears and the unit awaits their defeat. But as the smoke completely clears, they see they're not alone. Go ahead and be me. I'm Raps MVP. The unit is overcome with joy as the game finally pulls through. And he didn't come alone. He brought his entire team of bloods. Hey, yo, you son of a bitch. I'm sorry it took so long. I came 100 miles and running. Aided and loved the underdogs on top. Finally, together at last, the four members of the unit begin fighting Kanye. Kanye is still incredibly strong, but they're beginning to wear on him. We gotta make this guy beg for mercy. Yeah, we gotta get buck. 50? It's time. All the members of the unit look at each other. They know this is the final attack. The four of them come together like Voltron. The call of G-Unit echoes throughout the entire world. Every single living being on Earth hears the call. Standing in front of Kanye stands a monster he has never seen before. Something much stronger. A G-Unit soldier. The G-Unit soldier punches Kanye, 
Kanye explodes into a million pieces. An alien hops into a drum machine spaceship and flies away. The G-Unit soldier disassembles back into the four members. 50 Cent picks up the five infinity plaques and gives one to each of the members. Hey, yo, game, you must keep this safe in Compton. Buck, keep this safe in Cashville. Banks, keep this safe in your weird, invisible world. And I'll keep these with me in Queens. Until the next time. Cut to interior, the club. 50 Cent celebrates his victory over the Mad King Kanye until his party is interrupted. 50! God damn it, what now? Nothing. Just wanted to congratulate you. Well, shit. Thanks for bringing me out of retirement. It had to be done. I brought something for you. Out of the shadows emerges a figure no one has seen in quite some time. A man that's often talked about, but rarely seen. Tony Yayo. Hey, yo. I can't believe my goddamn eyes. You better stop believing, man. You got out of Rikers? I got a day pass. Well, shit. Bring it here, bro. 50 Cent and Tony Yayo hug each other. Here's a gift for you and the homies in Rikers. Free my brothers. 50 Cent gives the fifth infinity plaque to Tony Yayo. 50 looks at Yayo. Yayo looks back at 50. Stunt 101 by G-Unit plays. The end. All right, guys, hope you guys enjoyed the unit that was written by Otis Morris, performed by himself and 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 myself. Uh, hope you guys had a laugh. Remember, always initiate bird protocol. We'll see you guys next week. And we love you. Take care. Stay safe. Enjoy yourselves out there. Peace.